welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Hey, West Virginia, are you ready to get down to business? Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share with you their positive business stories. We publish these stories on iTunes, on our website, PositivelyWV.com, and through print publications like the State Journal. Our goal is to help educate and inspire business people across the Mountain State with these positive success stories. Positively West Virginia is a a passion project of mine. Like you, I get tired of hearing that West Virginia is at the top of the bad list and at the bottom of the good list. You know what I'm talking about. So I thought, what can we do to help move the needle just a little bit in a positive direction? That's when this idea was born. One of the things I love to do is talk with people about their story, especially their business stories. That's why my team at Interaction Media started this podcast. We want to do our part to help tell the great business stories and help promote great business people all across West Virginia, who are getting it done in our state. This week, we're going to learn about Chris Stansberry. He's a doctor of optometry, one of the co-founders of West Virginia Eye Consultants. They have seven locations, Beckley, Bell, Charleston, Madison, Point Pleasant, Ripley, and St. Albans, West Virginia. Chris, are you ready to get down to business? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right, Chris, I'm so glad that you've agreed to be on our podcast to talk about your company. West Virginia Eye Consultants provides their patients with the most technically advanced and compassionate care at all of their seven convenient locations in southern West Virginia, serving the tri-state area. Dr. Chris Stansberry is a highly experienced optometrist who has worked in many facets of his profession. Prior to forming West Virginia Eye Consultants, he worked as a center director slash optometrist for LASIK Plus in Richmond, Virginia. Before that, he owned and operated a private practice in Franklin, Virginia for almost four years, where he co-managed refractive surgery patients, treated ocular disease, and performed thousands of comprehensive examinations. He is certified by the National Board of Examiners in Optometry and was one of the first optometrists in the state of West Virginia to be certified to perform ocular injection. He lives in Charleston, West Virginia, with his wife Amber, their sons Grant and Reed, and their chocolate Labrador retriever, Mocha. Chris, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your personal life. Sure, glad to do it. Uh, You know, I was born and raised here in the Canal Valley, started my life in South Charleston, and uh, moved over into the George Washington School District as as a junior high kid, and always loved the valley. Always had a lot of family here, and uh, it was always a special place in my heart. And as you mentioned in my bio, I spent some time in in Virginia as well. My wife and I, when we finished uh, school in Memphis, Tennessee, came back to Charleston and uh, practiced here for a couple of years before going off to uh, to Virginia to own a practice there for a while. While in Virginia, I ran into an old uh, high school classmate of mine, Dr. Jeff Sinclair, and uh, he was practicing in Suffolk, Virginia, which was just down the road from Franklin, where my wife and I were. And uh, we we had uh, a mutual patient. He and I were sharing the care of a patient, and we just struck up a conversation one day and 
said, you, you ever think about going back to West Virginia? Hey, you miss it? <laughs> you, ever, you ever think about going back to Charleston? And both of us said yes. You know, both of us were, were very much, uh, you know, missing our families and missing Charleston, missing West Virginia. And kind of set out from that point to, you know, formulate a plan to, to come back to West Virginia and try to uh, create a different kind of eye care practice and, uh, you know, a different kind of experience for our patients. But, uh, that started a long journey, and uh, ultimately in 2011 is when we actually uh, opened the practice. So it was about a two- or three-year journey, really, before we were able to uh, get it off the ground. Yeah, absolutely. Chris, take us, take us back to the beginning. How did you get interested in optometry in the first place? Well, I was an undergraduate student at West Virginia University. I was studying biology, and I always uh, had an interest in healthcare. wasn't exactly sure which direction I wanted to go as far as medicine versus dentistry versus, you know, some other uh, profession and was sitting with my advisor one day and he said, have you ever thought about optometry? And I said, well, not really. And he said, well, what do you like uh, in healthcare? I said, well, I've always been fascinated with the eye. And he said, well, there you go. (laughs) So uh, he hooked me up with a local optometrist and uh, his name is Dr. Tom Stout. He's still in practice up in Morgantown. And uh, Dr. Stout took me under his wing for a few weeks and, and showed me all the ins and the outs of the professional optometry. And I really fell in love with it, with it at that point and uh, knew from there on out that's, that's what I wanted to do with my career. Well, that's, that's very cool. It's nice to when you can have that, that little bit of clarity that says, yeah, this is what I'm, I'm meant to do, right? Exactly. Yeah, it was great to finally get that, that confirmation that this is it. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. And I, I know Dr. Stout, so that's, uh, that's, that makes it even He's a great guy, more special. Yeah, it's very cool. Chris, what's your 30-second elevator pitch for West Virginia Eye Consultants? Kind of just, what, what do you guys stand for? Well, we try to do everything from the patient's birth to the patient's you know, elder years. Uh, we combine optometry and ophthalmology. So we handle everything from soup to nuts. We do the basics, uh, glasses and contact lens fittings, all the way to the most complex uh, corneal procedures, refractive surgery and cataract surgery and the like. And so we really try to be a one-stop shop and take care of all of our patients' needs uh, from birth to death. And you don't see that a whole lot. You know, you see ophthalmologists practicing, you see optometrists practicing, but not always together. Uh, We haven't always had the best history of getting along uh, but uh, my partner, Dr. Sinclair, is an ophthalmologist, and he and I set out together to create this practice and to do things differently, to focus on our strengths and find ways that we can uh, use each other's strengths to our advantage and to you know, grow a practice in that direction. And it's really paid off. I think people really like to, to have everything at their fingertips uh, under one roof, and they appreciate the fact that you know, all the services are offered there. Absolutely. Dr. Sincl- uh, Dr. Stansberry, if you could... Um Describe what the thing that you're most excited about for your, your uh, eye practice there in the Charleston area, seven locations. What's the thing that you're most excited about right now? Well, it's neat. You know, being in practice uh, is fun. And I had a, a small solo practice in Virginia, and I enjoyed, you know, calling the shots, enjoyed taking care of patients. But I kind of miss the business side of things. And I really got a taste of that when I worked for LASIK Plus. They're a nationwide franchise that uh, deals with LASIK refractive surgery and really got uh, to liking the business development side of things. And so when we started out with this practice, we knew that we weren't going to you know, constrain ourselves just to the Charleston area. We wanted to call it West Virginia Eye Consultants so that we could actually you know, branch out into other parts of the state uh, to serve other populations and to have that opportunity to, you know, to grow the business beyond the, the city lines. And so uh, that's been the most exciting thing for me in the past. And what I'm really looking forward to in the future is continuing to grow into new markets 
and uh, expand in current markets. And so every time we have a, a partners meeting once a month, we sit down and we strategize about new locations and you know where there's a need and an opportunity to move out into a different direction in West Virginia. Mm, that's awesome. What What's the one? I mean, one of the things we like to talk about on Positively West Virginia, obviously, is the positive things that are happening. But oftentimes, I like to ask this question because I think in times of your worst business moment, you can learn a lot, right? It kind of gives you that gut check, that character check. Take us to that place of your worst business moment since since you started this practice, and kind of walk us through that um, that story. Well, we were blessed when we started out. Uh, you know, our practice we started cold. And it was it was the two of us, one staff person, and no patients. You know, so we, we had a lot of time on our hands, spent a lot of time strategizing and and uh, going out and meeting uh, business owners and everything, trying to earn business. And ultimately, we ended up uh, you know starting to grow the practice on our own. And then we ended up partnering uh, with another doctor in town. His name's Dr. Jim Caudell. He remains one of our partners, and uh, he owned Charleston Eye Care. And so we ended up merging our practices together. And uh, began to grow outside of the Charleston market at that point. We opened a Ripley office. We opened a Point Pleasant office. We opened a, a Beckley office. And one thing that we found is that we were excited about the growth. We couldn't wait to you know, get the new offices off the ground. We were excited about going and seeing patients in uh, new parts of the state. But we weren't prepared uh, to handle the growth as far as our infrastructure. Uh, we went from a small kind of mom and pop feel, you know, we had a one location uh, to, you know, owning multiple locations. And the challenges grew exponentially as we brought on more employees, as we had more, uh, you know, responsibilities for the real estate and all the infrastructure uh, with the physical plant. And it became pretty uh, troubling, you know, early on to handle all of that. And so I, I think that's, that was kind of our defining moment when we, when we were growing, we were excited about it. We were also terrified because of the amount of, um, you know, business management and everything else that had to kind of go along with that. And anything that we had to do with that took us out of the exam room, which is where we're best suited. Uh, so we, we learned that uh, we really needed to bulk up on our management in order to be able to handle the growth. And you grow too much too fast, then, uh, you know, sometimes those challenges rear their ugly heads. And we definitely experienced that during our early years. Yep. Chris, can you sum that up with, with like one sentence? Tell us that one takeaway from that experience. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of an old adage. Look before you leap. You know, look within yourselves. <laughs> you know, look within your business and make sure that you're prepared before you leap into that new market. Um, that's that's one thing that we're really cognizant of now. And when we're talking about a new location or a new uh, branching out in a new part of the uh, the community, we always make sure that we've got the infrastructure in place. And uh, that's that's made a tremendous difference for us on the stress level, for sure. Absolutely. That's great advice, too. Look before you leap. Love it. What would you say is the best thing about being in business in West Virginia? Well, I thought about this, and I, I really think that uh, it's the people. Um, it sounds kind of, you know, corny, but, I mean, really, to me, it is. It's it's the people of West Virginia that make it worth doing business in West Virginia. And that's on the customer side, as it were, with our patients, and that's also on the employee side. Um, it's it's been so rewarding for me and for my partners to to serve the public uh, here in West Virginia and also to employ West Virginians because people are just grateful. Um, you know, we have so many folks that will comment to us when we come into a new location, for instance, down in our Bell office. Uh, those folks uh, were so pleased that uh, we came into the market and were able to provide quality eye care locally to them because many people, as they get older, especially have 
transportation issues. They can't get out of the community. So they're just so grateful to have somebody there in the community providing the services that they need. And that really makes it a pleasure uh, to serve the public. And, and when you get that sort of uh, you know, sense of appreciation from everybody. And uh, same thing on the, on the employer side. You know, employees typically are very grateful for the opportunity to work and uh, certainly, uh, you know, grow in, in their, not only as far as an employee, but as far as, uh, you know, being able to pick a chosen career path and to uh, develop that and to move up the ladder uh, in the practice. It's just been, you know, rewarding to have those experiences as well. Yes. Chris, we talked about your your uh, worst business moment, quote unquote. Let, let's talk a little bit about your, your best business moment since you, you opened this practice. What Take us to that spot. I think the real catalyst for growth uh, was when we merged with uh, with Dr. Caudill's practice, Charleston Eye Care. Uh, Dr. Sinclair and I, in the early days, again, were, were growing uh, organically and we're going out into the community and uh, introducing ourselves and really trying to get people to be familiar with the practice. And um, that was working, um, albeit kind of slowly at first, but, you know, we, we started with nothing, so we were happy to have any sort of growth. Uh, but the real catalyst was when we brought Dr. Caudill uh, in as a partner, when we merged and uh, created the new and enlarged uh, West Virginia Eye Consultants. Dr. Caudill was an older uh, practitioner. He had been through several uh, practices and was, you know, to some, you know, he was early 60s. Uh, to some, you would probably be thinking, well, this guy's probably ready to retire or thinking about it anyways. But that's uh, that was actually far from the truth. Uh, he was energized, I think, with with our um, you know, youthful vigor and our uh, you know, sense of wanting to be entrepreneurs and growing the practice. And we were energized by the fact that here's a guy who's uh, had a very successful career on his own, uh, but would want to uh, merge with us and join forces and, and create uh, a new kind of practice in West Virginia. So uh, it was a, a neat experience. Uh, he's, like I said, he's still our senior partner. He's been a great guy to practice with. Uh, he's got a great heart, very talented surgeon, very giving of his time. Um, you know, really believes in charitable care and everything else. And so he's been a great guy to practice with, but he was, again, his, he and his practice were a real catalyst for growth uh, for West Virginia Eye Consultants early on. What a wonderful opportunity for all of you guys to, to be able to kind of get together and you're learning from each other, right? Yeah, I mean, you look at us from the outside and we may seem like some, you know, unlikely partners, but uh, ultimately <laughs> right. uh, we're all very much in the uh, on the same train of thought on how we ought to run a practice and, and grow the practice. So it's been it's been a great practice with these guys. Yeah, it, it really does sound amazing. All right, Chris, uh, let's take a quick mention here uh, or a quick second to mention some of our sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia, and they are the State Journal, WVNews.com. Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allows us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia, just like West Virginia Eye Consultants and Dr. Chris Stansberry, who's our guest today. All right, Chris, let's get back to it. What do you say is the, the vision, quote-unquote, for your organization long-term? Well, I think uh, you know we have what we think is a, is a really good model um, for eye care. And, and again, kind of drawing back to where I was earlier, talking about optometry and ophthalmology practicing together. Um, with the healthcare system, the way it's going and with the uncertainty and the insurance benefits and uh, everything else, you're finding more and more doctors are you know, going into group practice or more and more docs are joining hospitals because it's become so onerous to practice by yourself. And, you know, we find that, uh, it's much more beneficial because we can really pool our resources and can afford the 
uh, equipment that we need to practice and can afford the infrastructure to handle the billing and the coding and all the other things that kind of come along with that and the management support for, you know, the growth of the practice. So our vision, I think, really for the future is to continue to bring in more like-minded professionals and continue to uh, open up new opportunities in other parts of the state. Uh, one of the things that we've done is uh, we've kind of reached out to guys and gals who are kind of in their later years of practice and are now beginning to think about how are they going to transition their practice, um, what, what's going to happen to their patients, you know, how how will they handle retirement, really? And so we found ourselves creating these opportunities for folks to, um, you know, transition their patients to our care, to, you know, bring in a new doctor to basically assume their role and to give them a path uh, to retirement where, you know, they get some compensation, they get the benefit of knowing their patients are going to be well cared for, and they can basically ride off into the sunset. So that's kind of been our vision uh, as we've grown and expanded in West Virginia, and I think we're going to continue to uh, do that in other parts of the state. And uh, we've got a couple lined up actually for, for later this year, so we're really excited about that. Excellent. So you've got seven locations, primarily uh, you know down in the Charleston, Beckley area, right? How many, <clears throat> excuse me, how many employees do you have currently? Uh, we typically hover between 45 and 50. Uh, we haven't crossed that 50 threshold yet, but uh, I assume it's going to only be a matter of time. Yeah. Okay, great. Chris, you know, being a, a physician and a, you know, a, a doctor of, of optometry, uh, having your own practice, working in a group practice with some partners now, what's one piece of advice you would give to young business owners, uh, maybe in the healthcare profession, or maybe they're not, uh, entrepreneurs in West Virginia, what's one piece of advice that you would give to them as they think about, hey, what, should I go for this opportunity? One thing I think that has meant a lot to me and the other partners is to have very tight controls over our budget. Um, you can imagine with multiple locations, multiple doctors, a lot of staff, uh, it's fairly easy for things to get, get out of control. And so, you know, my advice would be to, you know, early on, you know, before you grow to a point that it becomes more difficult, you know, set in some very uh, strict standards as far as how much you're going to budget uh, for the different aspects of your bit, your business. And look at that both in the short run, you know, an annual budget, and also five years down the road. You know, begin to think about, you know, major infrastructure expenses, things that you might have to upgrade, um, and look at that and try to do some forecasting as well. Um, that has really helped us more than anything. We, uh, we've we been very fortunate since uh, we brought on our chief operating officer, uh, she came from the realm of the big box store. She worked for Target. She worked for Dollar General. Um, she brought a lot of great HR experience. Uh, she brought a lot of good financial experience. And that was one of the things that helped us as, as we've grown, you know, more and more of those things fell on us as the practitioners. Um, but, you know, we didn't train as as uh, you know, business people, we, we trained mm -hmm. as doctors, mm -hmm. and we got a little bit of business training while we were in school. So, you know, the majority of what we know how to do is take care of people's eyes. And right. yeah. so it's easy for us sometimes to lose the details uh, when it comes to running the business. And so having people that you can partner with, like our chief operating officer, to really look after the day-to-day -day operations of the business while we're in the exam room has made a, a tremendous difference for us as well. So I think my biggest points of advice, watch that budget, you know, watch it very carefully, and you know, bring those partners in, bring those business folks in, whether they're 
you know, coming in on a, on a contract basis, you know, when you're small, you know, bring an HR consultant in, somebody to help you write that policy and procedure manual, um, or as you grow, bring those people on full time. That way, you know, you do what you know how to do. In our case, that's eye care. And then, you know, leave the HR and everything else to, to those folks who've trained with that. Uh, absolutely. Actually, there was two great pieces of advice. One was on the budget and then really on, the, you know, leveraging those resources that are around you, whether contract or employees. That, those, that's just awesome stuff. It's kind of funny because just listening to you talk about budget, it's <clears throat> something I didn't realize. But, uh, you know, there's great parallels with your personal finance and your business finance, right? <laughs> if you don't live within your means, if you're not working on a budget, then things aren't going to work out to the best, right? Right. All right. Chris, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Well, I think the biggest uh, thing that I can do in the exam room, you know, during the course of my day-to-day routine is letting people know how much I care and how much we care as a practice. Um, You know, there are other people out there. There are other practices providing similar services to West Virginia Eye Consultants. Um, You know, they're they're trained. They're uh, competent professionals. But you can set yourself apart by letting people know how much you care. And everybody's personalities are different, and everybody can do that in a different way. Uh, but for me, that's always been really important. And interacting with the patients, not just about their eyes, but digging down a little deeper and finding out what's going on you know, in their personal lives, what's going on in their medical history, um, not just looking at the surface, but actually getting to know people a little bit more. And that really translates as caring. And that sometimes means more to people than, than anything else. Because if you can go down the street and get the exact same pair of glasses for $20 cheaper, you know, the financial person and your you, the financial side of you is going to say, yeah, maybe I should do that. That's a good deal. But, you know, if you develop these personal relationships with your patients uh, or with your customers, if you're in another aspect of business, um, oftentimes people don't care as much about the dollars and cents. They're, they want to make sure they're cared for. They want to make sure that the people that are taking care of them, you know, that they actually care and that uh, those relationships are meaningful over time. Absolutely. It's almost like the things that you're talking are about are basic business things, right? Business, you know, relationship, focus on the customer, listening to people. It's not I'm, complicated, you know. I mean, it's just, <laughs> right. It's, but sometimes we lose sight of it, you know, and that's exactly, exactly. You get well, so caught up in the moment and, and, you know, focusing on the business aspects and sometimes you lose those relational things. Exactly. I was talking with a, a group of business people here in the Morgantown area uh, just last week and we were talking about, you know, never in a, never before in, in the history of America has it been as easy as it is right now to be successful because the basics are now extraordinary. Yeah stuff that you're talking about right just do the basic stuff and you're going to stand out from the crowd so that's right i, I really uh really appreciate what you're saying there for sure uh chris what's one book you would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs i tell you one that really uh made a big difference for us and that was good to great um and we struggled i think with having good to great is uh you know is talking about how a number of good businesses in America became really great businesses and the things they did along the way uh, for those listeners who haven't read it. And if you haven't, I highly recommend it because it's, it's an easy read and it's very meaningful. Um, but one of the analogies they use in there is putting people in the right seat on the bus. Um, you may have the right people on the bus, meaning your employees that you have in your business, 
they may be good employees, they may be well-meaning employees, but they may not be in the right seat, they may not be in the right position uh, within your company. And, and that was something I think that was really striking to uh, me and the rest of my partners. We we all read the book and we all sat around and talked about it. And, uh, you know, we found that that was true within our organization, that uh, there were definitely people that were that had greater potential and all they needed was put in the right seat on the bus. And once we started moving some folks around, we started seeing them excel in that new position. And it's pretty inspiring to see somebody that may have been struggling. You know they're a good person. You know they come to work to, to try hard and, and do a good job for you, but they're just not in the right spot. And then when you're able to move them and see them really start to shine, that makes you feel great as a boss, as an owner. But it also means that you know your company is going to be more successful, and that helps the bottom line as well. So definitely a big shout-out for Good to Great. James Collins, great great book, and we'll have that listed in our resource section of uh, PositivelyWV.com. Uh, readers or listeners can just uh, click on that and, and actually buy it directly from Amazon if they if they're so inclined. But that is a great book, and I, I love the concept. Uh, you know, good to great, but and and the one takeaway I got from that book is good is the enemy of great. In other words, yeah. you know, a lot of people settle for good when it just takes a little bit more, and you could be great, right? That's right. Absolutely. Chris, if you could meet anyone in West Virginia who could possibly help grow your company, West Virginia I Consultants, who would it be? One of the guys that uh, I would love to uh, sit down with is Dr. Frank Alderman of MedExpress. Um, you know, I've I read some of his work and, you know, describing, you know, some of the early days of, of MedExpress and uh, some of his vision for the company. And I think there's some similarities to what we're doing with West Virginia Consultants and what he was doing uh, with MedExpress. I'd love to be able to sit down and talk about how you transition a company uh, from a small regional company to something that's obviously much larger. Um, of course, they've gone on to do some incredible things, um, you know, be purchased and now 300 plus locations and, you know, just, just an incredible ride. Uh, but I'd love to sit down with him sometime and really pick his brain about, you know, what, what his vision was for the company and what were those critical steps that he took to, um, to really accelerate the growth in the company and, and what types of things too, what did he regret? You know, what, what caused a setback? And, uh, I just think we can have a really great conversation about that. Oh my, I, I could just, my wheels are turning right now just listening to you. And uh, one of the things we're really happy about with uh, with this mission of, of, of this podcast and the State Journal Partnership is we are helping to make those connections. I can't promise you, but definitely we'll get the get the word out and that'd be kind of a cool thing if you guys could actually sit down and have dinner and kind Absolutely. of pick each other's brains on that for sure. It's very Yeah, very dinner's cool. on me, Dr. Alderman. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's very cool. Uh, Chris, this has been uh, been a great conversation. Is there anything else that uh, that you know our, our listeners would uh, you think that they should know about your company or, or anything like that that we haven't covered? We've covered a lot of ground here in the last twenty seven minutes or so. But uh, is there anything that I uh, kind of glossed over that you'd like to address? You know, I think we've I think we've definitely covered all the high points. Um, you know, I think the big takeaway for me uh, and the big takeaway that I hope your listeners get is that, uh, you know, don't be afraid to dream big, uh, but also don't be afraid to kind of keep your dreams in check. You know, the, the issue that we had with growing too fast without building the infrastructure, um, it's easy to get excited sometimes. And when you're starting to experience growth, that's so exciting. Uh, but at the same time, you got to have 
your feet on the ground so that you don't uh, outgrow your your infrastructure. I think it helps really to partner with people who are not all like you. <laughs> and I think that's one of the benefits that I have with my partners at West Virginia Consultants. Um, we have a lot of similarities in the way that we like to practice, the way we treat people. Um, but we also have slightly different personalities and different philosophies when it comes to business. So we can kind of keep each other, keep each other in check. And I think that's really important if you have partners or if you have uh, folks that you're going to uh, bring into your organization that they're not all yes men or yes women, you know, they're, they're there to kind of, you know, put those feet back on the ground, say, hey, you know, this might not be the best idea, the, might, the best time to do it. And uh, so that's, that's another takeaway that I think, uh, you know, might, might help some folks out. Yeah, absolutely. In closing, Chris, how could our listeners learn more about you and West Virginia Eye Consultants? Feel free to uh, cruise on over to our website at uh, wv-eye.com. Ton of great information on there, bios on all our doctors, locations, maps, information on all our services and everything. And uh, we're very active on social media too, so look us up on Twitter and Facebook. Absolutely. And we'll have uh, links in the show notes to all those things, the social media and the website for sure. Well, folks, uh, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Chris, I really appreciate you being on. Thanks for your time. Thank you, sir. It's been a real pleasure. Enjoyed it. I hope your listeners get some good things out of this. Absolutely. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Dr. Chris Stansberry and West Virginia Eye Consultants, our hope is that we in some way inspire and teach you all by sharing these wonderful wonderful success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And I just want to say uh, thank you to everybody who's been giving us notes of encouragement on social media, uh, in the mail. I've gotten several letters here recently from that. It's very cool. And we, of course, encourage you to share these stories also on your social media channels. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga.